Welcome to episode number 129, Laced. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Heck, Goose, and the man himself, Antoine Lovelace. Here's up. Laced. In this episode, we have special guest Antoine Lovelace, barber and owner of both Laced Unisex Hair Salons. We cover topics that range from entrepreneurship, the barber business, the art of being a barber, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Theodore Roosevelt and Colin Powell. All right, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Guys, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Uh, Kicking things off. The man of the hour, Antoine himself, man. Just let us know who you are and what you do. What's up, you guys? First, you know, thanks uh, for having me on the Rotated Views Absolutely. podcast, man. It's a blessing, dude. Absolutely. I love what you guys represent, too, man. Appreciate it's, that. What's up? Um, Antoine, uh, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm 38 years old. I have a, 38 years old. I have a family. My wife, Chelsea Lovelace, my beautiful wife. Uh, I have four children. My oldest son is named Ashton Lovelace, my homie. Um, my two daughters in the middle, Teal Lovelace, who's six, Skylar Lovelace, who's two, and my baby's boy, nice. Lex, Lex, Lex. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he'll be one on Valentine's Day, so it's coming nice. up. Nice, you know, nice. That's awesome. Pretty yeah. sweet. So, um, so a little bit about my a little bit about myself. Uh, I grew up in Levittown, a section called Bloomsdale Gardens. No gardens in Bloomsdale. <laughs> I don't know where they got that name from. But um, but yeah, I grew up in Bloomsdale. Um, I was there from about from birth until I was about ten years old. Um, there there I lived with my mother, my younger sister, my only sister, uh, Arbery Lovelace. And uh, my brother, Keenan Lovelace. He's my older brother. So, um, grew up in a little, which a lot of people didn't notice about me. I grew up, you know, in a really tough mm-hmm. environment. Both parents, my mother and my father, drug addicted, uh, big time. Yeah. Um, I grew up around the drug game. I've seen a lot of heroin being done in front of me. Uh, crack, you know, that was really big back then. Yeah. Um, so, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, it could... You can go one way or go the other way, you know, right, right, right. see a whole lot of different things sure. that you shouldn't see at such a young age, you know. But um, I was strong, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, oh, I like my teeth. I don't want to have no teeth from drugs, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, so when I was about, uh, about 11 years old, my mother, my father was always in jail, incarcerated, you know, big time druggie, big yeah. time drug okay. hustler, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, my mother decided that she wanted to, um, get help. Yeah. And what she did was she took us to Lancaster where there was a women's program that you were able to bring, you were able to bring two, two children. Um, and that was it. 
but the program you had to you, you it was a waiting list, so you had to get in. You know, you, oh, had, wow. you had to wait your turn. So she didn't want to be around her anymore because I don't know because you know she. I'm assuming you know what I mean because like again, I was very young. Yeah, I'm assuming that she knew that she had to get out or she was never going to get out. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, and she just packed us up and took myself and my sister um, to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she um, she was not able to get in right away. So, you know, it was a little bit of a tough period for myself, you know, my mother and my sister and I. Right. And I, and um, so, but my, my older brother ended up staying out here with my grandmother. Cause she lived in, section called fleet wing which is kind of connected to mm-hmm. okay yeah um so my brother he like i said again he stayed there so anyway when we got out there um you know it was like i said it was very tough and it was a waiting list for us to get into the program so not having any family out there um there was a shelter uh called i never forget it's called the water street rescue mission mm-hmm. um it's cool because i know a couple of barbers in the barber game that I've met that live in that area. And I'm oh, like, no yo, way. you know, they're like, oh, you live there. I'm like, yeah, man, that's yeah, crazy. That's wow. crazy. So, um, you know, and they just, it's kind of cool for them to see like, dang, you know, it's, you, yeah, that's crazy. You came up. Yeah, right. you came up. But, but anyway, so, you know, but the first time, the first night we tried to get in there, we weren't able to get in. Um, so that, you know, we had to actually live on the street, you know what I mean? Which was, you know, <laughs> crazy. You know what I mean? It, it yeah. definitely, you know, it's, it's eye opening. You know what I mean? It's yeah. um, but you know, it's that was my that was part of my journey. You know what I mean? It was, that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, eventually, you know, we like I said, we got into the uh, into the uh, what do you call the it? shelter? The shelter. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty. You know, it is what it is. It's a shelter. You know, you in there, you sleep, you wake up, you go to devotion, you get out. Mm. Then you got to get back in time to get back in there and get your spot. You know what I mean? So it was uh. It was it was a different type of life, you know what I mean. That obviously we were listen, you know, lived in the hood, so yeah, you know, as a kid, you don't really know what's you think you're living good, but you know, obviously know you're right, really not, right. you know what yeah. I mean. When you think back, but um, so anyway, like I said, uh, we you know we're in there, and then my mother finally was able to get us into the sh- to the women's program that you know that she, she was trying to get into. Oh, nice. Okay. So which was good, you know. Um, so we got in there. It was a year program, uh, you know. I went to school out there. I went to sixth grade and seventh grade out there. And uh, it was, so the first year was sweet. You know what I mean? Like, I got, we went to the program. You know, I, met, I was in school, but it was weird because I'm going back to a shelter, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. shelter. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, you know, it was adjustment, obviously. Yeah. But it was, I learned a lot. And I was, you know, at that time, I was pretty smart in school, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whatever. So after the first year, we were able, she, you know, she, you know, to achieve whatever she had to achieve, mm. and then they helped you get on your feet, and oh, then they cool. helped her get her a house. Oh, so wow. then we, you know, we got a you know, Section Eight house, but it was a nice yeah. home, like a row mm-hmm. home, but it was big, it was cool. And then that's when my brother came to live with us. Okay, so it was pretty sweet. Nice. So now we're all back together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, cool. so we had our house, and then it was crazy. Like shortly after that, my mother found out she had breast cancer. Mm. Wow, oh, man. it was crazy. So she found she had breast cancer, and then. Um, I would say that was in June, and it, the time that she found out, it had already got it to her brain. Spread, yeah. Right. So it it got to her brain. So that was in June, and then she ended up dying in August. Wow. So wow. it was, it was like was that? that. This was in 1994. 94. Oh, so I was 13 years old. Hmm. Um, so prior, so when she found out she had cancer, breast cancer, and everything, 
now this whole brain cancer and all this like you know how it all spread i was never told this until i was older yeah you know oh, wow. I, mean? oh, I just thought wow. it was you know the breast cancer and you know you don't know you 13 you know what yeah, i mean like right, i'm right. thinking about girls you know what i mean yeah um so it was just you know it just happened like that but right before she passed my 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 father's brother monk shout uh shout out to monk shout love you bro um, okay. um so then we came you know we signed up for school whatever whatever and then shortly after my mother passed then my sister came to live with us and my uncle he already had two children you know what i mean and he it was just it was like a blessing you know what i yeah, mean like yeah, to yeah. T- have your own family and just come and take your brother's kids you know what i mean like right yeah. in the end it's like five other brothers as well you know what i mean but um the show type of man he is you know right, what i mean right, right. Yeah. um so it was so as you know as a child it was very challenging you know what i mean like yeah. i remember i remember you know you know coming to school eighth grade like i didn't want to do i didn't want to do anything yeah. Like, you know, you've gone from losing your best friend, like that was my mom, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So it was like at such a crucial age, too, yeah, right? It's tough. Yeah, yeah. It That's was that that age that age is tough just to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Not to take such yeah. a large hit. Wow. Yeah, so it was uh it was very challenging. Um still challenging, you know what I mean? Thinking, you know, yeah. you lose your mom, dude. Your mom is like your you know, for yeah. guys, you know, yeah, her mom is our, our thing, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And for boys, you know. Then girls or dads, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got two right. girls, so I see it. So, um, so like I said, it was challenging, but uh, you know, I got adjusted eventually, and you know, sports was my outlet. You know what I mean? And it helped me get on another journey. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I didn't really play too many sports as a young kid. You know, really just riding bikes, collecting baseball cards, basketball yeah. cards, stuff like that, football yeah. cards. Um, chasing white girls, you know. But simple. I thought that was a sport. What kind of other sport? So it was so. Like I said, I met you know. I got to high school, and um, I had a good good coat. I had some good uh, people in my life at that time uh, that really helped me. Tony mm-hmm. Divine. I know a lot of you guys know yeah, Tony yeah, Divine. Yeah. That, yep. He was very uh, instrumental in like my upbringing after yeah. my mom passed as well. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously my uncle, as I said, sure. But Tone was like that's like my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was, you know, and it was cool because he was like the young, pretty, the pretty teacher. Like yeah, all the yeah. girls liked him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now he's fat and <laughs> old. Yeah, I said it. Uh. <laughs> no, no, but uh, that's like my second family. So, yeah. but um. You know, it's funny when, you know, I wound up going, you know, got a school scholarship, you know, played football. Nice. Um, I hated it. Yeah. Um, but I had to go. Right. Um, it got me to school. Met a lot of cool people. And then um, after school, I uh, I was just bouncing in the city at a lot of different bars and stuff, you know, yeah. late nights, you know. I had a kid when I was in college, uh, you know, so it was it was challenging. Yeah. Um, I was bouncing, again, I was, like I said, I was bouncing. And a friend of mine who was my barber when I had, had hair, uh, Al Uppercut, uh, you guys all know Al. Yeah. Um, he was my barber. He was like, yo, I'm opening up a shop. I was actually, I'll never forget, I was walking, I was with Tony Devine in Bristol Borough, and I ran into Al at, uh, oh, man, the guy looks like Howie Long. What was his name? Tim. Tim, yeah. Tom, Tom the Graphics. Tim, yeah, Tom I, I ran at the Al there. He was getting some <laughs> graphics stuff for us. He looks like Howie Long. He looks like, just like Howie Long. <laughs> um, I ran in. I ran into him, and uh, I was like, "Yo, bro!" He's like, "Yo, I'm, I'm about to open my shop. You want to get? You want to learn how to cut hair?" And I was like, 
yeah, I learn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then he opened up a shop. He brought me in. I had no clue really how to cut hair. I could shape up a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I was terrible, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's where my career started with barbering. Yeah. Um, and then I was there for, I'll say, about six months, seven months. And then uh, I, I went to a different shop, which was called Flawless Cuts okay. at the time. Um, a friend of mine owned that shop. And uh, I worked for, I worked there. Uh, a good friend of mine worked there as well, uh, Alex Zoker. He owns uh, Flawless Cuts by Alexander. He actually took it over. Um, and then I was there for about a year and about six months. And then probably a little less than that. But then I wound up opening up Lace. That mm-hmm. was me. That was that was my vision, you know, because I, I, I ended up, you know, I learned a whole lot in that time of learning how to cut hair. I really dedicated all my time to, like, figuring out how to cut hair. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that led to me building fast, being that I knew a lot of people already. I knew I can, once I learn how to cut someone, I can start marketing myself to people. Right. right. I don't want to <laughs> tear them up on the, you know, yeah, in the yeah, chair yeah. and they'll never want to come back and I don't have no clients. You know what I mean? Um, so that was a good thing about our brother Goose. He, uh, he, he jacked our haircuts yeah. up. Yeah. Little brother. He's like, shut up. Let's cut. Let's cut. <laughs> We're his little practice. La- uh, yeah. Rap stuff, yeah. But, but I understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's cool. So, you know, yeah, I, um, so now, you know, I had a vision and, uh, I was dating my girlfriend, wife at, right now, but she was my, you know, just my girlfriend sure. and, uh, her father, Matt Dieter, that's my man. Um, he had a lot of, uh, a lot of faith in me, you know yeah. what I mean? Big time Christian guy like myself. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know, outside of dating the door, he's like, what do you want to do? Like, you need to, uh, you need to figure it out. You need yeah. to, you know, you can do something for yourself. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I want to do a shop, but I don't got no money to open up a shop. You know what I right, mean? And right. he was like, you know, how much is it going to cost to open up a shop? I'm like, Mr. D, I really don't even know. I never opened a shop before. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? He's like, all right, well, look, find a spot and just give me the bill. And then we work it oh, out. Man. I'm back in. Wow. That's and awesome. I was like, what? You know what I mean? I'm just blown away. You know mm. what I mean? Like, to have that much faith in me, you know, yeah. I'm just sure, you know, I'm not even your technically your you're a son-in-law yeah. you know yeah. what i mean yeah. i'm just your yeah. daughter's boyfriend yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but um it just shows the type of man he is you know what i mean and really have faith in me that's a you know blessing what I mean? right there man that's so awesome. it was a huge blessing wow. you know yeah. what i mean like i didn't have the capital to open up a shop because at the end of the day i'm really only been cutting hair for about you know two years you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um i had a nice flow of people but um, but, but, so so let's rewind back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So did you really want to have your own shop, or it was kind of like the entrepreneurship? You just didn't like having a boss. Or was it a combination, or was it just let me get on the ground? And did you even do anything with art prior to this? I always find it fascinating. You know, it's an artistic thing. No, I mean, you just know, to, I'm glad you said that. You know, you what's funny about that? Now, when now growing, this is something I should have said in the beginning. And I, yeah. No. I can relate it. I can bring it back to this and go forward as okay. so you can see. Growing so now when I was living in the shelter, it wasn't really much things really much to do. You know what I mean? Right, right. A lot of little kids there. I was like one of the older kids there. Okay. My sister again, she's, you know, four years younger than I am. Okay. Um so, you know, eight and four, you know what I mean? Like well, I was well, I was say eleven, she's, you know, seven, you know what right, I mean? So right. that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah. So yeah. There wasn't a whole lot to do, so my outlet at that time was drawing, okay. and I used to love to draw. That was like one of my things I, I did. So gotcha. when I got, so when I moved to, when I moved back after my mother passed, and I moved back here, my major was art. I was art major. Yeah. I, that was one of my things. I was a big time drawler, and what happened was, I had a, I had a, bad teacher. 
in tenth and eleventh grade. Miss K, I'll never forget her. If I see you, I'm, I got something for you. No, 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 no. I had a bad teacher, and she just really turned. Like I, it was, it was such a bad experience where it honestly turned me off of, from drawing. Yeah. Like I just completely stopped because that was something that I really enjoyed doing. Like I drew all the time. Like yeah. I got, yeah. I have awards that I, I went to like different like art shows that I won. I have like certificates and like plaques and stuff. Yeah, and that was my thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, like I said, because I didn't play sports, and sports right. wasn't, wasn't even really even the picture. You know what I mean? Right. So, so now fast forward, I started cutting hair, and then after about, you know, four years of cutting hair, I realized the reason why I love cutting hair so much it was art. Yeah, gotcha. you yeah. see what I'm saying? I was yeah. drawing yeah. was yeah. just a clipper and not a pencil. Right. You right, see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So then that all now I'm like that's why I love art. I mean I love cutting hair so much right. because it's, that's what it was. It's a form it's of art. It's a form it's of, a form of, of yeah. art. And that's oh, why absolutely. I love it. You know what I mean? It's an outlet too. It is. Yeah. It's an outlet. You know what I mean? Like people are like oh are you Hollywood now you don't cut to, you don't cut anymore. I'm like no dude. I'm like listen. It's literally like I've done it so long. Like yeah. I, I drew my whole life. Yeah. And now, you know, I've, you know, the second half part of my life, I've been, you know, this chapter of my life, I've been really cutting hair, obviously. It's been a form of therapy for me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And and it always will be. Like, people are yeah. like, you going to stop cutting hair? I'm like, no, I love cutting hair. Yeah. yeah. It's therapy for myself. You right. know what I mean? So um, that's why. I mean, so that's that's where I think, it, you know, okay. it all brings it together for gotcha. me. You know what I mean? And so when you went from... Um, you know, getting into the business and, you know, your now father-in-law approaches you, you want to open up a shop and you had an answer for him though, yeah. right? So you answered him and you said, I want to have my own shop. Yeah. So leading to that answer prior to him even, you know, confronting you or asking you what you wanted to do with the rest of your life, was that something you really did want? And, and how did you get there? Like wanting to be an entrepreneur and, and, and figuring that whole thing out? Because a lot of times... There's a lot of artistic people out there. There's mm -hmm. really good barbers out there. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want to open up a shop. That's shop. not their it's thing. It's not for everyone. Anyway. Right. Um, what happened was, so now when I was at, so when I left Al's shop and I was at Flawless Cuts, when another friend of mine owned Flawless Cuts before Alex owned Flawless Cuts, um, shout out to Alex, that's my bro. Um, the guy, so, I, so, when, so when Alex took over the shop, I really ran the shop. You okay. feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understood. I under, like I never took business classes, but I understand yeah. like what to do and what not to do. Sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was to me it was simple um, to really pick it up. You know what yeah. I mean? So then I knew I was like, you know what? I need to start my own brand, and my brand was going to be Lace. People was like, oh, how do you get the word, how do you get Lace as your name? Sure. Lace is my last name is Love Lace. Yeah. And I put a heart yeah. in there, so it kind of like yeah, just yeah. ties my last name in it. Yeah. And lace is kind of like a term what you use for hair, like, oh, he lace, he lace yeah. the haircut up. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Whatever. So that's how I got the, the, the term. Um, so, but at that point, I was like, I want to start my own brand. So me want to start my own brand, I have to be, I have to create my own business. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, like I said, with my father-in-law, he's like, when I saw when I found my first shop, it was actually like a smaller. It was like a small shop. I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing, right. but I'm gonna figure it out because I get it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I was waiting on the shop to happen, and then I was going through a lot of township stuff, whatever, whatever. And then my father-in-law was like, "Look, find something else just in case this doesn't work out." And I found the first lace, which was the shop on Maple Avenue, which mm -hmm. was the big shop. Okay. And um, well, it was not big as this shop, but it's yeah. It was it was 1,250 square feet, which is a whole lot of square footage. Yeah. And not really knowing what you, you know, right, not, right. not really knowing too much what you're doing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, so that's when I, you know, I, 
I had a vision. Um, I based it on a pair of sneakers, uh, of LeBron, LeBron uh, South Beach Eights. Mm-hmm. Wow. They were like they were like teal and pink. Yeah. And that's the colors of the shop was. That's how I got the colors of the shop. Nice. That's always that's enough. So in all my shops, it's teal and pink everywhere. You know, different locations. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's like I said. That's where I so that's where I started my division of lace. Um. The vision now the whole vision of lace was to have girls and guys in one building getting it. You know yeah. what I mean? Getting to the money. Um so the first lace I tried that. Yeah. And I tried to have girls and guys all in just one building in one building as in one room. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And it was funny because when shout out to you, when you're saying girls and guys, you're saying hairstylists. Hairstylists okay. and yeah. barbers. Okay, hairstylists okay. and barbers. Got it. Right? And it was crazy now because so now in my in the beginning stages of it. I would always go to like barber shows. I would go to different stuff to like you know get knowledge and yeah. whatever, whatever. And at the time, Pacino's he was like coming on the scene. Like mm-hmm. you guys know, you guys know yes, who he is. Yeah. He's coming on the scene. And so whenever he came to Philly, I was the first. I'm a, got my ticket. I got yeah. my certificate still at the house and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really looked up to him because I'm like, dang, this dude's like really doing it. Like this, this is pretty sweet to see it like happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now yeah. he's like on top of the world. Right. But um, and I remember. His second show that he had here in Philly, I was able to have a conversation. I think I, you were there. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah, there. yeah, I was there. And um, I had a, I had an opportunity to have a conversation with him. And okay. I was like, him, I was like, yeah, I was listening. I'm, I'm like, this is my vision for my business, blah, 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 blah. And I want to have the girls. He's like, dude, it's not going to work. It's, it's such a tough thing to try to, com- you know, put together. I'm telling right. you. Like, I'm like, he's like, just try it. But I'm not telling you not, I'm not trying to knock your house or anything yeah. like that. But just try it. But it's very hard to to uh you know to get it to join right and it's to me i'm like why it's like we all doing hair you know what i mean right. who cares like it's right. hair right yeah. so i tried and it wouldn't work it wouldn't work and then you know at from all the you know the shop was going real well got it open and you know had some barbers in there and it was, everything was going good i was able to open up another shop another location okay. and yeah it was funny because that first that second location was going to be but it was the it was the first spot that i had that i wanted oh wow okay so okay. it was pretty yeah, cool yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah and i was yeah. like and I ran into the owner. He's like, "Yo, I got a spot. It opened up. Like, you need to come back up here." I was like, "Ah." He's like, "I get to you for eight hundred bucks. Sold." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and wow. I had no clue what I wanted to do. Right. But I was like, you know, it's it's cheap. I can do some. I was thinking I can have it like you know, uh, my own little shop for my homies. You know, right. we come in there. We you know, we get a haircut, get a nice beer. You know, just hang out. You know, right. you know, shoot vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. And just go about your business. You know, yeah. just cut certain people there. You know what I mean? And right. that's it. And when I had announced that I was opening up another location, that's when I had got females contact me like, yo, you going to have salon in there? And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it wasn't <laughs> going to be no barbershop for my friends. You know what I mean? Right. It was going to be girls. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's how. So then that's how, you know, that, so that was my, that was the time. That was the timing for me. Right. So that three years, four years prior it wasn't my time for that. Right mm-hmm. now, it's the time, right. and I knew that, so I had to make sure I, I capitalized off of that. You know what right. I mean? So, I got the first spot, that little spot, you know, and it was probably like it's only probably about I would say seven hundred square feet. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it was my shop, and it was connected to like a uh, it's like one big building, but we had the front stores, so okay. it was my shop, and it was a deli. Okay. And I said to my landlord, and my landlord is guy named Rich. He's awesome. He's the yeah. man. Uh, Rich Beaumont, he he owns a lot of stuff. He's he's a guy. Okay. What's up, Rich? Shout out to Rich. I love you, man. <laughs> um, so uh, he um, there was a deli next door, and I said, Rich, if anything ever happens with with this deli, I need it. He was like, I'm about to evict them anyway. 
No oh, way. Man. He's like, you got it. I said, yes. <laughs> so, but I knew that, that this cool. was my time. I had to keep capitalizing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, so I got that shop. I had to redo it. My own self, pretty much. My nephew, shout out to my nephew, Keenan. Um, he helped me big time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my little bro, uh, Cliffy. I ain't forget about your dog. <laughs> um, they helped me big time. You know what I mean? Um, so I redid the whole shop. And then the deli was still there. So once he, you know, got rid of him, I had to gut it out. And yeah. this was cool for myself because this is when I started learning how to really do stuff and cut costs. And now I had to pay contractors to do stuff. You know what I mean? Right, like some right. stuff, obviously, like electrical or plumbing like that. Yeah, but making stuff, that's my thing. You know what right, I mean? It's right. art. It's right. really yeah. art to me. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, so they, so I, I redid that whole side. Okay. And then, boom, I got more girls. You know what I mean? And gotcha. then there's another part to the back of it, and he's going to put something else back there. I'm like, listen, if that don't work out, let me know. I want it. Yeah. He said, it ain't going to work out. All right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I redid that, mm-hmm. and I put more girls in there. So it's uh, it was cool. You know what I mean? It was cool. So it initially started out as a barber shop. It ini- no, no. It, it oh, so it start- always was the hair it salon. Was, it was unisex hair salon. Mine was, bitch, was always have girls. Now, even at the other shop, I always had one girl in there that oh, okay. whole time. But it didn't work where I can have multiple people people in there i would have a girl then i'll get rid of her or something will happen and then yeah it'd be empty for a few months or whatever and i get another you know gotcha. so it was it was always a, a female in there you know what i mean gotcha so but the vision was to have unisex hair salon. so that second location was all girls yes okay. it, and okay. still to this okay. day it's all girls gotcha okay yes. okay oh, that's still running that one yes like, okay yep. so yep. out of every piece of location uh f- for that salon you basically just kept renting and expanding is what it was exactly okay i yep. got you yep. it was like monopoly yeah the park place the boardwalk <laughs> 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 kept going yeah though. yeah man yeah so it, i had to not and i knew that was my time you know what i mean so i had to make sure like i said i capitalized off of that so so what was the thing with the girls though with you because it was girls you went different. from you went from you know having a barber shop and dealing with a bunch of guys and whatever you know good and bad that brought and then yeah. all of a sudden but you still had this thing to provide a location for the girls yes what what was that about though like what was the the the, the push for that because to me in my head it's like this you can bring more business if you have both people in there. Right. As in, when I mean people, barbers and stylists, right. hairstylists. So now, if a mother comes into the barbershop to bring her son, oh, you guys got females in here? Yeah. Oh, let me get my hair done. Right. You know what I mean? Or let me get a trim or whatever it may be. Or if a, a, a dad brings his daughter in to front, you know, where the girls are. Right. Oh, they got barbers down there? Yeah, go in the back. All right, I'm going down there. Walk down the stairs and get a haircut. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So now it kills two birds with one stone. Right, you know what right, I mean? And yeah. it makes a one-stop shop. Then I get my haircut here and I get we go over here and then we go over here. You know what I mean? It's just it makes all like a one-stop shop. And that's this. Gotcha. I got you. you know, so when you say that's this, explain that's this, this location for the folks that's who this. can't okay. see this physically. Yeah. So um, so right now we at the uh, Lace in Pendel on Hunville Avenue and Route 1. Um so after my fifth year, I didn't want to renew at the first lace. Okay. Right. And I know I needed to have, I wanted to expand. I needed something big because I had a crazy idea. Right. Um, so that, so I, so after I got done building the salon and everything was good in there, I started looking. So looking at, you know, I'm, just, I'm going to different areas. I'm, I'm more mainly on like the new town, Richborough outside over okay. there. Cause I wanted to bring something crazy over there. And I still am, so watch out for that. Um, 
I and so anyway, I came across this building. Okay. I actually tried to go across the street. It's like a warehouse. I wanted like a warehouse. I can do some like cool stuff in there. Yeah. But then I, I was over there. It's a gym over there. Okay. And they told me to like, yo, go check this building out on the corner. Right? Check that building out. It's, it's been vacant forever. I'm like, I drive past this building every day and I've never, never even seen it. it. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I swear to you, I drive past this building and I go to my other, when I would go to the, the bar shop and I leave my house, I would come down here. And yeah. turn right down. Turn down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally, right in front of me. Literally. I never, I thought just someone was here. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Never knew, I never looked, paid attention to see if there was cars there. I would have right. known. Right. But that was, to me, that was a sign. Like, it wasn't your time. You wasn't supposed to see that. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's how yeah. I look at stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Um, so then I looked in, and my brother in law, he's a realtor, Trev. Shout out to Trev. What's up, brother? Um, I called him right away. It's like, I said, bro, I was like, yo, I need to go look in this building. Like, I'm, He's like, I'm like, he's like, what's the address? I'm like, it's this address, whatever, whatever. He's like, all right, meet me there in 20 minutes. I'm, I'm like, I'm here. I'll wait for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so he met, he got, he had the, you know, got the, the lockbox thing, whatever. Yeah. I walked in and you guys, you know, you guys can yeah. see this is a yeah. 4,000 square foot building. Yeah, it's a big um, building. I walked the whole building, not up here, but everywhere down there and everywhere that you kind of seen. Yeah. Walked, I designed the whole thing. Boop, 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 boop. I was here for about seven minutes. He, I'm like, let's go. He's like. You done? I'm like, yeah, it's already designed. I said, make this. We got to make it happen. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> I, he's like, what are you doing? I said, this, 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 this. He's like, for real? I was like, yeah, it's done. He came back and he's like, bro, that's crazy. It looks <laughs> exactly <laughs> how you said it was going to look. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, it's, I was, that's, that's something yeah. that's like God-given. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. That's something that, you know. So you had the vision for it already. Exactly. So was this for sale or for rent? It's for it was for rent or or for sale. Oh okay. But no one was it. buying it. it. Was they wanted you know they wanted Crazy NBA amount. numbers for the building. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. So, um, but I have an option to buy uh, soon, like after three years, I think it was. So so how do you talk to your guys? Um, at the first barbershop, letting them know that there were, this transition is going to happen. Did you have any input from them Any when it came to number one location design? I know you said you basically it all popped in your head all at once, but was there any input from your staff at all when it came to the transition, basically? Because um, he is smiling from ear to ear. No, absolutely not. No, oh, I just yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Own, I did it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to be honest. Yeah. No. They, yeah. they, um, they trust me. You know what right. I mean? Like they're, they're my brothers. You know what I mean? They're my, they're my, they're my little brothers. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I call them all the time. You know, they're yeah. not employees. You know what I mean? Like, I treat them like my brothers. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there was some stuff that you know, yo, we should try this this time. You know, and sure. bring different, you know, different avenues to the shop. Like, yeah. yo, and I'm, they know me. I'm like, I'm super receptive. I mean, receptive yeah, yeah, to yeah. anything. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, um, so yeah, I mean, but other than that. They trust my. They know I'm gonna make it look cool, and yeah, and right. uh, and it, it was funny because that last two years of the the last two years of lace, I wasn't there as much because I was at the salon with the girls, and I'm really trying to show them the way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how you know things ran, and um, you know get to know them because I don't really because you know at the barbershop I was with them guys all the time. You know right, what I mean? Right. The girls I wasn't. I, they knew I didn't even know them. You know right. what I mean? So, um, so I kind of got away from those guys, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take care of you. Don't worry, I got y'all, man. When we get to the new shop, I'm gonna take care of y'all. And I, you right. know, I put it cost me a, that whole side was a lot more money. Obviously, it's sure uh, just to build out, but yeah. um, it was worth it because those guys are you know they're loyal. They they deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they all they were all young guys, and that was something that um, you know I took a chance with. I was I knew 
when I was starting my business that I didn't want to take on older people with older could have habits. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would just take my chances with young guys who didn't have licenses, like, you know, whatever yeah. it was, um, and take the chance and groom them and help them become the little me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And show them everything that I'm doing. And so then when I was able to go to the other shop, there was no hiccups. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they right. just ran the shop like yeah, yeah. like it was nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they And they they got it. They understood yeah. it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, um Again, like shout out to you know all the guys, all my boys at uh, at Humeville. Um, you know, like I love them to death, man. They know I do anything for them. So, how many barbers were did you have at the original location? So, at the original location, there was uh, five. Uh, what was it? Seven stations. So, it was six barbers in there. So, you open up a shop, right? Mm-hmm. Just to rewind this, because I always find this fascinating. You open up a shop. Uh, your father-in-law is investing in you, believing in you. You, you're kind of trying to figure everything out. You start doing this. When, when was like the first hire? Like, how did that all even tr- transpire? To all of a sudden, you have five. My, and what was the plan? What was the business plan? Okay. Were they your employees, or were they just renting chairs off you? Yeah. So, my first. Or so when I knew that I was going to open up my shop, right? And I was still at the other shop, but I had already. I was already branding myself as Lace. Okay. I had. I was, I was making T-shirts. I had business cards. No one had business cards. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I yeah. had business cards. Like punch out cards, all that stuff. Yeah. Um. And um. My in my mind, I was like, I knew that I wanted to take young people on. So what I'm gonna do is, people are like, yo, why'd you move to the Shammy? Like, why'd you go up to the Shammy area? Why you didn't go up there? I'm like, that's where I went to high school at. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I got a lot of people up there. I know, and people that respect me in school yeah. respect me. You know what I mean? I'm in yeah. Hall of Fame, all yeah. that stuff. So I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I want to find out who's cutting hair in the shop in the school. Right, mm-hmm. so yeah. one of my clients, Madey Cooper, uh, Coop Coop, um, I said, "Yo, bro, I said I was cutting his hair one day, and I was like, I never forget, I was giving him a Gumby, the old school Gumby." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yo, bro, I was like, who's cutting hair at the school? Like, you know anybody?" He's like, "Oh, my boy Omar's cutting hair at the school." I was like, "For mm-hmm. real?" I was like, "Yo, tell him whenever he's like, he's like, I'm gonna see him tonight." I was like, "Look, tell him, give him my number, tell him to call me tonight, like that." Because now at this point, I already had the building, mm-hmm. right? But I, I wasn't able to get in yet, you know what I mean, to yeah. start getting, you know, work done and whatever. So I um so later that night the kid Omar calls me, right? Yeah. And he's like, uh you know, he's like nervous as hell, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, What's up? He's like, the answer? I'm like, yo. I was like, Yeah, who's this? He's like, oh, it's Omar. I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? It's good, man. I was like, Yeah, I heard you cut hair at the school, you know what I mean? He's like, Yeah, yeah I cut a lot of the kids here or whatever, whatever. You know, I do it for fun. I like I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Look, I'm about to open up a shop in Langhorn. Um, you better work there. Yeah. He was like all right, you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, all right. I was like, I was like, look, I'm about to go over there tomorrow night. Meet me over there. Yeah. So I had, to, I had the keys already, you know what I okay. mean? So I walked in, and I'm like, look, this ain't, obviously there's nothing in there. Right. And I walked in with him, my wife, and uh, you know, my, and my my daughter Teal. Okay. I, you know, that's only one I had. I only had my older son, but he wasn't with me. But it was uh, just my daughter Teal. And uh, I'm like, look, this is the shop, bro. This is this this is going to change Langhorne. You know what I mean? We're yeah. going to bring a lot of people to Langhorne. Yeah. He's like, dude, this is going to be crazy, whatever, whatever. He's like, I'm gonna start telling everybody, and he did. He hit. Oh, that's dope. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And then I had such a good rapport at the school. They would allow me to like go to the school, like hand out flyers. I'll be in school handing out flyers. Like I, I was able to like. Uh, in the sham unit, only can go in one way and come out one way. Okay. So we would go and stand at the where he can come out, and he stand on one side, on one other side, and we just hand out flyers. People <laughs> yeah. in the cars. There's nice. a million people come out in the yeah, sham. Yeah, you know what yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was sweet, man. It was sweet. So I got a lot of love from the school. I still to, to I still do to this day. Nice. Yeah, you know I mean, I do a lot of get back there too. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's where that's my that's so my then you went from your first hire was omar yep right and then omar i mean it's a great marketing uh plan obviously yeah, yeah. i mean you want the young right this mm -hmm. is all you hit you hit an age group where image is everything yep right um, then there's an energy about younger people that you can't get what you said for the older people who have mm. habits and stuff like that. Mm. They just come in with a uh, come in with the, the, the paycheck yeah, <laughs> mentality and then that's all they want mm. where you have you had a vision and you're telling them this is, you know, this is the, the, the barbershop that's going to change the game kind yep. of thing of the mm. area. Um you have such young energy supporting that so yeah. it's the whole thing the way it comes together totally makes sense yeah so from there you're just renting the five chairs yeah, so i'm renting the chairs um then my second hire was my brother-in-law he had just graduated uh shout out to uh justin uh Dieter landscaping that's my brother he got his nice. own company oh, nice. um he was just he just graduated high uh college okay. uh, east trousburg and Prior to that, he would come home, and I would cut his hair. He's like, yo, bro, I want to cut hair, blah, blah, blah. So I would start teaching him stuff, and he started cutting people at school, and he started cutting basketball teams, stuff like that. Nice. Things like, dude, when I come home, I'm going to start working there. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be his career, which I wish it would have because he would make a ton of money right now. But he's doing, obviously, really well now anyway. But yeah. um, he was a great person having a shot. Yeah. Um, it was him, and then I had another guy, uh, my young buck, Damien. Um, he, works, he worked there, you know, the whole time. Uh, he's not with me no longer, but um, he's he's going to eventually start his own journey, nice. which I'm proud of. Um, but then, you know, and it was easy at that point. You know, I got all the chairs filled up. I, I ran through a few different people. You know what sure, I mean? It, sure. it happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but majority, you know, my guy stayed. I had the same guys. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then so what's the motivation so the motivation for like a young kid to come in and run a chair off you it was like a weekly thing they paid you weekly yeah monthly, weekly yeah they pay weekly okay um and, and and the thing with that is like again they're young yeah. you know they don't have a lot of clientele they don't have a real a lot of skill yeah um so it it required me to really put a lot of time in you know what i mean and i shout out to my wife because she you know she stayed with me yeah it was it was a lot of time and I told her, I'm like, listen, there's going to be, a I have to do this now to be able to to chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, you know, there was, and she understood that. You know what I mean? She yeah. stuck by my side, obviously. Yeah. And, um, and I love her. Um, it was, again, like I said, it's, it's a lot of work to, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, Miguel, like, it's on us. So if, some, yeah. if someone gets a bad haircut, yo, Twan, like, yo, dude, tore me up. Like, what's <laughs> up? You know what I mean? Or, you know, so it's yeah. like. You got to really make sure that if you're going to, I knew, but I knew that going into it, like, I got to really help these guys become good barbers right. quick. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I still have a lot of clientele myself, and I still got to make sure these guys are putting out good haircuts mm -hmm. where there's not complaints. You know right. what I mean? Because um, it's your name slapped up my on name, every, yeah, regardless. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, enough, even I didn't cut them. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, so at that, so then. It's, it was it was, at that point it was like I said it was easy to get people, um, the right the right people the right people came it attracted the right people you know gotcha. what I mean yeah. and I would ask guys I'm like yo you know anybody's cutting hair and they're like oh yo Twan we need to bring this person in um, I brought another kid in uh, Darsh okay um, AD the barber mm -hmm. uh, super talent dude like he was a college kid yeah um, someone sent him to me Phil sent him to me actually Phil uh, Phil the barber um. And you know he, Indian kid, yeah. like, and that's what uh, it's crazy. Real quick, 
the shop is cool because we have like one of the most diverse shops <laughs> I think I've ever seen. Like yeah, I yeah. bought a lot of shops. We got yeah. Indian, Pakistan, Greek. Um, I got a, a kid that looks like he's African. I mean Indian, but he's from Africa. You know, it's wow. it's crazy. Okay. Like it's got a whole crazy mix of people. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we have a good group of guys, man. Yeah. But my guy AD, I was saying my guy AD, he uh he was like I said college kid. Uh, wanted to learn how to use cutting hair. His dad showed him how to cut hair. Um, had a thing for it. He went to school and I and like I said again, I went to school and I, I would never tell no one not to go to school. I went there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he you know he he. He came to me and then he worked in the summertime and he had to go to school and he's like, "Can I come back and cut on like the holiday on like Thanksgiving?" I'm like, "Yeah, bro, come back." Came back. He's he's like, "Bro, I think I don't I think I don't want to go back to school. I think I'm just gonna cut hair." I'm like, "Listen, bro, I'm not gonna tell you. You go talk to your parents. You know, yeah. he's in the Indian family, so they like you got to go to school. You got to do this. You got to do this. It's yeah, more a little yeah. bit more structure." Um, and I was like, "Look, do what you got to do, man. Talk to yeah. your parents, whatever you want to do. I'm not gonna tell you not to go to school." Yeah. Um. So then he went to school. He was texting me at school. He's like, "Bro, like this is it. I'm done. Like I'm I'm out of here. I'm not going to cut hair." I'm like, "Bro," I was like, "All right, well, talk to your parents. You do what you gotta do. You always got a spot with me." He came home for things. He came home for Christmas, and um, he uh, he was like, "I talked to my parents. They said it was cool. Like, um, you know, they was a little, a little skeptical, or whatever." But I said, "Bro, listen, you're gonna make a thousand bucks this week. I guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, he made twelve hundred. You know what wow. I mean? So it's like the the hair the hair the hair money is just different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then not no to them from on my own horn, but the shop is dope. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we get a lot of people. Um it's just a blessing, man. Like we get a yeah. lot of support from the community, man. So so you go from now you have the shop, then this whole craziness happens with the original location you wanted all of a sudden becomes available and you yeah. say, you know what, this is why I'm gonna do the salon thing. Um, so the concept and the business structure is exactly the same. So then you have these uh, this, these hairstylists renting the chairs off you as well, right? No, hairstylists are on commission. Okay. It's different because oh, you okay. can't do that in, uh, in the uh, hair industry. You gotta, okay. In PA, you have to um, just say commission. Okay. You know what I mean? So I give them a good commission. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas the competition, they, you know. That's right. where I get a lot of hate from a lot of the other salon stuff, but you know it comes right. from territory. Mm-hmm. But you know we have so in commission, you mean you, they get a percentage, percentage. Of every yes. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. So um, it's cool, man. Like because I haven't really spoke on you know the girls, the hairstylists. Um, it's sweet, man. They're it's a different it's a different beast. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a lot tougher to work with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the women that I do have at the shop, they're they're beasts, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it. I mean, their work shows for it. I can't even, you know, it's cool. Right. Like, I don't, I didn't really know too much about women hair, but as, the, you know, over the last two years, which, you know, I've really been involved, um, and I'm around it all the time. And I look at other shops work, they're beasts, man. Yeah. They're beasts. Like, yeah. I get comments all the time. People come up to me like, yo, your girls can do hair. I'm like, yeah, they can go. They're good. Nice. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, like I said, again, it's, it's, it's a lot more challenging. So, but for them, though, you're, you weren't, you're not, well, you weren't a hairstylist. I don't know if you are. No, 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 no. Okay, so how, how are you even able to market that in a sense? I know you said that females were coming and asking, "Are, are you opening up?" Uh, yeah. you know, for for the hairstylist. How are like for for the younger guys for the barbers? I get it because you're I'm almost like it. a mentor to them, yeah, right? Because yeah, you're doing it, it and they respect what you're saying. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get that though for the female? To the me, hairstylist, I should say. I'm I'm more. It comes down. It comes back to like the interviewing process of it. Yeah. 
And it's like I'm always looking for entrepreneurial type of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not a babysitter. You know what right. I mean? Like I'm growing. I got my own kids. I have to be, you know, right. take care right. of. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, I'm looking for entrepreneurial type individuals where they're go getters. Yeah. I don't need someone. I have to push them. You know what I right. mean? Right. You gotta if you want it. I'm gonna help. Like I'm gonna help you succeed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I know all my. You know whether it's you know the barbers or the hairstylists, they're gonna tell you like I help them tremendously. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I promote everyone big time. Right. I love doing that. You know because it's just. That's my teammate. This is yeah, we're on the same team. You so know what I mean? Win. Like why, why not? You know right. what I mean? Um, so, so yeah. I mean, it's just I don't. It just I don't know how it just like really fell in. I guess because I'm assuming because of the name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a sure. unisex hair salon. You know what right, I mean? Right, so right. it it makes it a lot. E- it makes it a little easier. Sure. You know. Um, again, even that that's tough. You know, just you know finding the right females again because it's it's it's. it's it's a tough business, man. Yeah. Hairstyle. So then you go from there, that becomes successful in its own right. Yes. Uh, and still is. Yes, sir. So now we're here at the location um, mm-hmm. where you will soon be doing a, also your own podcast, yeah, yeah. which uh, thank you for inviting us and having us here. Um, but tell us exactly what's different about this location than the previous two locations and explain how it's a combination of the past and what's different? Because we know that there's another business within this business. Yeah. So this this shop was the this is actually lace unisex hair salon. Got it. Because we have barbers, we have hairstylists. Up on the floor right below us, there will be makeup. It's a makeup room I just finished. It's gonna be skincare. We have tattooing downstairs. Right. Um, we got some good stuff. A couple, you know, little bar stuff down there for. You know, guys are making appointments, stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. Um, so this is like the ultimate shop. We got we got sneakers, like it's yeah, it's it's everything. It's a one stop shop, and that's right. that was the vision of Lace Unisex Hair Salon is to be a one stop shop. Everybody can come here. We cater to everyone. There's no discrimination. We treat everyone the same. Every barber can cut. Every type of person, you know, no a lot yeah. of shops you only can cut black or they can only cut white. Right. Or they can only cut Spanish. Right. We, you know, yeah. we cut every single person. You know. Mm-hmm. Everyone all walks of life. There you yeah. go. So someone walks in, um, what what can they expect? What, where do they sit? Because I, I see the 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 way the layout is is definitely. And it was one of the comments I made to you is it, it's mm. a different layout. Mm-hmm. How uh, in a traditional barbershop or a salon you basically have. Um, you know the the rectangle of the space that yeah. you're working with, and parallel from uh, the barber chairs is the seating, the the waiting chairs, mm-hmm. and it's very basic. I mean, that's what. You, but it almost seems like you have like this um, sphere or something going on where it's just kind of like in a rotation or something circular about it. I felt the feel of. I don't know if I'm wrong, but yeah, the, it seemed like it was. <laughs> the yeah, I, now there's something going on in every wall, like every yeah, side everything. of the, every building. Yeah. And the idea of the of the chairs, like how the setups are, the setup is down in the barber part of the shop. I wanted you to. I wanted to people to almost feel like you can be in any conversation. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So now if this person is turned this way, and it's another person turned this way. You know, they can hear the conversation right there. You know what I right. mean? Or hear the conversation right there. Right. You know what I mean? So you're not yeah. just involved in just your one conversation. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you know, even if you're in a shop that's rectangle, you you know you can still be in a you know, and you want to be in that relate that that uh, conversation over there. Right. But it's too far because you got two <laughs> right. other barber chairs in front of you. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right. 
you're almost like right next to each other. You you know, it's it just gives it like a different different feel. You yeah, know what it's I mean? definitely um, a different feel. So that's that was the uh the idea of it. And you have this whole like subway thing going. What yeah. what what's what's that about? And then kind of explain the artwork, uh some of the graffiti that's on and, and who's doing it. Okay, so now uh once we leave, I'll give you guys like a kind of like a tour, you know, sure. just kind of so you guys can really see everything. Um, down so down the barber part, the uh, the sidewalls and the floor and the ceiling. A good friend of mine, Nick Hiley, he works at uh, Flawless Cuts. Okay, um, he's a barber, okay. but he's actually you know he's a tattoo. I mean not a tattoo, but a um, graffiti graffiti artist. artist. Gotcha. Um, so I contact him. I'm like, yo, bro, I was like, listen, I need you and some of your guys to come over and tag this place up for me. That might open up. So. He's like, all right, let me get. I get a few of my guys together, and we'll come through. And they, it took them like I think like eight hours. It's like, oh, dude, damn. we never, we never did it that long. That was the craziest thing we ever did. I was like, yo, that's what's up. But it came out cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, the back wall, just leave it alone because my my tattoo guy, my uh, guy Tommy uh, Rudasal, he owns Out of Sight Out of Sight Studio. You guys know, yeah, you guys know him. So um, that was his wall. Like that's my guy. He does all my artwork, you know, yeah. industrial artwork. Yeah. Um, and that was his wall. And I said, Tommy, he's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, bro, I don't, you're an artist. I can't tell you what to do. You right. do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Right. And then it was just crazy, man. He just came up with the whole freaky, like, with the octopus, and it says right. Lace Life. And that's like our term we use, you know, our, yeah. our, our hashtag. Yeah. Lace Life. And then it has, like, the octopus, and it's holding, like, clippers and scissors, and then a tattoo gun, and in the bathroom it's holding, like, toilet paper. You know that's what I mean? Awesome. So yeah. It just ties it all in. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And that's his own creativity. His mind just kind of goes everywhere. Tommy's my guy. Like, it's funny. I actually ran into him today at uh, at Walgreens. Nice. And, um, but he's just such a, such a talented dude. Like, yeah. yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's cool because we always, like, vibe off each other. Like, I, I have an idea, and I, he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah that's great. You'll try to vibe about this. I'm like, yeah. And then he'll do it. I'm like, yo, add this. He'll be like, oh, that's cool. That that goes together. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's cool to have someone that kind of, like, really thinks on the same wavelength. You know what right, I mean? Right, On yeah. that level of, like, art artistry. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. So, so um, on one wall, you have a panel of um, – I, I didn't know if they were for sale. I didn't know what was going on, but it's you you sell sneakers out of the yeah. So we do like a consignment thing. Okay. Um, uh, a friend of mine named Mark, uh, he calls himself Sneak Dissing. Okay, that's his uh, sneaker thing. Um, and we just do like you know, consignment. People can bring shoes in. Uh, you know, we get a percentage of it. We sell it for them. You know, it's pretty simple. It's not. Yeah. It's just extra money. Sure. Yeah. Um, people always looking for sneakers. So yeah, it's uh, it's a good business. That's cool. Um. He's heavy into like the sneakers games. I like I buy a lot of sneakers, but it's it's per personal use for yourself. Yeah, right? yeah I'm right. a collector. I wear everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then right. eventually I'll get rid of. I just kind of like give it to charity, or whatever. But some stuff I really keep and I don't let no one get it. But <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, but in a way, you're the way everything's set up here um, at this location. There's kind of like levels, right? Mm -hmm. So then you go up a couple steps. I didn't really count. I normally do. I have this weird thing with yeah. steps. I always count <laughs> steps. But anyway, so you go about. Up like two or three steps, and then like three or four steps. I forget what it was. Um, so when we from came the from the barbershop, barbershop it's, I think it's like seven steps. Okay, well, go bef up. Before we walk through steps, I don't know if you noticed that room to the to left. To the left, that's was where the, the tattoo. tattoo studio. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So okay. The light was out, so you probably I didn't even say that. I should have kind of gave you guys like a, a tour before we started, but that's okay. Um, yeah. So then you walk up seven steps, and then you're like on the platform. That's where all the girls are. Got but it. it's cool because this is why I love this building because there's two sets of stairs down there. Um. And it's both, you know, they both have seven steps. 
and then it's, it's doors, so you can close it off. You close them off. So gotcha. now it's like their own side, but we're yeah. in the same building. Right, right, right. They're right. on their own side, and then we're on our own side. Guys right? get yeah. rowdy, they can close it down. Exactly. To get exactly. Their, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So they're normally pretty much closed, especially the one because it's kind of like in the part where the girls are. The right. one is like that one stairway where we kind of like we came up when we first came in. Yeah. Um, because you you walk into like the their uh like color room, and then it's like the sink room. Um, then to the right, that's where you know the girls are. Gotcha. Um. So that's that's why I really love this building because it, it allowed my vision, which was the which was crazy, to have everyone in the same building, but it's separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So is it is this building a split level though? Because I felt like when we're on the street, when we pulled up, you saw just a salon. There was no real steps. It just looked like we're, it was that level. No, then no, all of a sudden we yeah, walked no, up. Yeah, no, it's steps out front. Oh, okay. It's probably like three or four steps oh, okay, right there. Okay. And then yeah, it's three or four okay, steps. Okay. And then you know the steps that come up here, obviously. Gotcha. So the back where the shop is at, was that there or you extended it back? No, that was there. That, oh, that, that was all that there. That was there. That so was all, all there. The, okay. I didn't do anything to the building. Like Okay. It's from like structural-wise. Yeah, structural, yeah. Just a little bit where the, uh, the tattoo room, where we kind of made it a little bit bigger. Okay. But um, that was it. Damn, so the layout was actually really big then. Yeah, it was big. Well, actually, then I added, like, once, like I said, once again, once we go down, I'll show you, but I added a bathroom down where the guys are. So okay. we have our own bathroom, then the girls have their own bathroom, which is down down there. So, Gotcha. So you have um, the a couple little things going on, businesses within businesses. How does that work when it comes to um, working business hours? So, you know, because I know tattoo shops tend to stay open real late, um, obviously depend on the owner and, you know, their style. Um, and then barbershops, I guess it's changed over the years. I know they had traditional hours. Um, I know when uh, Goose, when you got first started, I mean, it was you had basic traditional hours, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden you've seen shops open on Sundays and Mondays. You're yeah, like, Whoa! Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah, um, well, okay. And then all of a sudden they're open at seven in the morning. I mean, I walk, I, I drive past. Uh, I think it's Phil Shop, I guess, um, by Stadium. Is that Phil Shop? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And it, it'd be random. Like just seven o'clock in the morning, yeah. someone's in there cutting hair. I'm like, yeah. this is wild. Like, I mean, just break the barriers and like the the mold of what was. And obviously now you have a tattoo shop within a barber shop. Mm -hmm. um, and there's doors uh, for sanitary reasons and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But how does that work? I mean, does everyone have a key? Exactly. Um, and it, everyone has a key here. Um, and it comes with you know, again, I'm a Christian guy. Yeah. Um, I, I have faith you know what I mean mm -hmm. I, I, I trust people you know what yeah. I mean and that goes with bringing you know to trying to make sure you bring in the right people you know what I mean like we have set hours like say like today we we do 11 to 6 yeah. but if someone wanted to work to 10 o'clock at night I don't care get money Yeah. yeah. just make sure you clean up and lock my shop up take care of my shop you know right, what I mean right, and, right. and I never had an issue you know what I mean as for tattooing they have a key you know yeah. what I mean? They understand them, take care of the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's no, it's never an issue. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but that goes, you got to make sure you have the right people. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. it could easily go sour and I've right. seen it go sour. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I don't, but here, like, again, like I said, everyone has their own key. They, you know, the girls hours are a little bit different. They have their own hours, whatever, whatever. And it is what it is. You know, it works out, you know? Yeah. So. Now, do they, do they have to tell you like, say, Hey, I'm going to be in late today or the no. tattoo shop ta tattoo people they come in I'm like no. oh, we're gonna do some no. tattoos tonight or whatever mm -hmm. so I, have, I mean in. at the end of the day i have cameras too if someone were to go crazy i have right, cameras right. and all but other than i mean i don't ever really check them right um but no not really so like they right have their free reign they have their free reign it's yeah. like again i look at it as we're all artists you know what i mean yeah and 
I'm not gonna tell you. Like, say you have, you might have a client that has to come in late. Right. You know what I mean, I have kids and they have to come in later. I mean, yeah. you want to be like, Yo, Tuan, can I cut the hair tonight? Look, go to the shop. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Just take yeah. care of the shop. No, that's cool. That's yeah, it. That's, you know what I mean? You have if trust in them. Yeah. Yeah. If something were to go wrong, I can go back to the tape. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I never yeah. had that happen. Yeah. You know, thank yeah, God. That's cool. But um, it's good. So, so good. what's so moving forward? What what's the goal with this actual um, uh, location, the salon? Are you good with it, and you're going to move forward, or is there is there something else coming with it? Um, or you're you're satisfied with this project, and now you, are you moving on to anything else? What what else is in store in the future, basically? Um, I mean, as for this as for this shop, I'm just you know just keep growing, dude. It's yeah. like you always want to keep growing. I'm always you know I stay involved with a lot of different stuff, community stuff. Like you guys had Dante on, like Dante Reese. Yeah, yes. that's my yeah. guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's to me, it's important to always just stay moving. You right. know what I mean? And, right. and make sure you're helping people out and. Like you heard some of my story. Like I've been there. You know what I mean. Right, so it's yeah, like right. that's something major for me. And I and I always make sure I try to involve the people that are, you know that work here at the, at Lace. You know what I mean? Right. Like yo, look, I'm doing this. You guys want to come? And they're always about it. You know what I right. mean? So um, I just want to just keep growing my business. You know what I mean? Just keep yeah. growing, keep helping people out. You know what I mean? Much as I can. Um, I always looking to bring you know good quality people in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got some other stuff I got planned outside of hair. You know what I mean? Like, sure. this is it, this was a big investment. You know, this yeah. this shop right here. Um, as you can see, it's, it's a big place. It is um, a big place, yeah. But uh, I think I'm I'm cool now with just the hair stuff. Mm-hmm. I got one project that is something that you guys might hear about in June. Cool. Um, if something is riding on something else, uh, shop wise. Um, but I'll doubt you know that's later this year you know mid-year um but i got something else i'm i'm looking to do too i can tell you all off of air but um, <laughs> yeah uh, you know what i mean that's no, perfect um so so before we close out yeah. i just i like to ask um our guests especially you know entrepreneurs if what advice would you give um regardless of what age just someone who's wanting to um, go after one of their you know life goals or a dream of theirs, whether it's uh, opening up a new business or uh, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What, what what advice do you have for that person who kind of you know needs that advice? Um, you have to have a vision, right? Yeah. And and once you you know once you do have your vision and what you want to do, you have to do it. You can't talk. You right. know what I mean? Like I tell people, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. Right. Like I got I um one day I was a little bit off topic. I'm sure. like, you know, just driving around all the time, whatever, and I always see kids riding willies, doing willies all the time. Right, I'll right. bust it up with them, you know, say what's up, you know, talk to them whenever I know a lot of kids around. And the one day I was just driving, I'm like, I'm gonna start a willy a really a willy crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um so I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get I told my wife and she was like, Oh, I said that'd be cool, you know what I mean? That'd be cool. I was like, that's something I used to do when I was young. Right. Um and I put something together. I said, I was like, yeah, I'm an announcement. I'll make an announcement at this time. Right. And I put it on there. And I had like 90 kids hit me up. Wow. Like, yo, we in, we want to be involved. Like, I had a couple of big people that had like 40,000 followers. You know what I mean? Wow. That were, wow. kids were tag, tagged them in. Like, yo, check this out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, and my thing with that was just to kind of like get kids around, bring them around positive individuals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show them like, look. Yeah, Willie, you know, make sure you're being responsible, not out cutting people off, you right. know, and 
you know, I'm gonna get my like, T-shirts and like book bags and stuff like that. You right. know, and they're going to be called the uh, what is it? The uh, the Willie Click. That's the name of them. Nice. Um, nice. so it's so I'm gonna actually have a meeting uh, next month with it. I'm, I'm still putting all stuff to get all the you know all the things whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but like again, like I said, you just gotta. You know, when you have a you have a vision, you gotta attack it. You can't just just keep sitting on it. You know what I mean? Right, it's, right. it's important to really just go with it. You know what I mean? It may yeah. not work. There's yeah. stuff that I did at the shop that didn't work. Yeah, I'm like, dang, I ain't just not gonna do anything else. I'm gonna make something else happen. You know right, what I mean? It's right. just important to keep going. You can't, you know, like I listen to guy Gary B. I always say it's like mm-hmm. he makes the best. He may, he always he makes like the. It's like he's a great guy to listen to. You know, podcast wise, yeah. and um, as well as you guys. But uh, sure. He always says, like, um, do what you got to, like, you have to do it, man. You're going to die. Yeah. Like, that's like, when you look at stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, from yeah. that perspective, right? dude, that's the realest, bro. That's like right. the realest that you can yeah. that you can ever hear. You know, you better do it because you're going to die eventually. Like, <laughs> right, right. You didn't yeah. do that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> yeah. he's, and, and, it, and it makes sense, like, when he says, like, uh, you want to see regret, go to a retirement home. Yeah. Hey, go talk to somebody in a retirement home. You know what I mean? Wow. A ninety-year-old yeah. person that they're gonna tell you, "Oh, dad, I never did this." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and it'll open your eyes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's something that I will. I wish every kid heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. even some grown-ups, even people our age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, bro, like yeah. you got to make it happen. You got a vision. You want to get something done. You got to do it. And that's something that I'm always dedicated, dedicated, like to do. Like I'm, I get something in my head. I'm doing it. You know right. what I mean? Like that's just what it's gonna be. You know what I mean? Right. And, People say, dang, dude, you got so far and like, you only been cutting hair so long. I mean, you know, which is not not a long period of time that even that I've been cutting hair. Sure. But from when I first started to when I got my first shop and then I got my second shop and then, you know, and so forth, whatever, um, it wasn't like that. You know what I mean? But people yeah. say, dang, that happened so fast and it was only that much time. It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you got to just get on top of it. You just got to go, man. You got to go. You can't just sit and wait and think it's just going to happen, you know, It's because it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to put the time in. You got to put the work in. You know what I mean? Um, no, nah, it's perfect. And that's, and that's it. Um, all right, cool. So any any um, any other thing you want to plug or anything you want to uh, bring up or? Um, yeah, just uh, to my wife. Uh, thank you. You know what I mean. That's my that's my rock. You know what I yeah. mean. Like she she really is like my supporter. You know what I mean. Like 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 she didn't even understand. Like tonight, like I was running around all day just doing stuff, and and I had to stop home and bring the kids pizza or whatever, and she wanted some food or whatever. So she was like, "Good luck at your podcast tonight." Yeah. And it was just like, oh, yeah. "Dang, man, that's, that's yeah. you know what I mean." It's yeah. like yeah. you it's a good need feeling. that stuff, man. It's <laughs> like yeah. you know you take it for granted. You know what I mean? It's like, dang, man, like yeah, and. And my kids, you know, they're are, are nightmares, dude. Like, yeah. you know, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's like, I she's yeah. like the best mom, dude. Like, I would never change her for anyone in the world. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, and best Absolutely. wife. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, I just want to tell her thank you, and I always like appreciate her. Yeah, you know, I love her to death. It's huge because, yes. um, especially just yeah. us. I mean, this with the the little project we got, you know going here and there it's crazy because uh, number one we always joke and you know we have so much energy and it's like oh yeah we're gonna do the podcast oh yeah we're about to go uh, sell some shirts <laughs> oh yeah uh me and gabe he's coming over to record uh and it's just all this stuff and it, it's hard to deal with mm-hmm. it, i'm hard to deal i can't even stand myself sometimes yeah. i'm like <laughs> there's so many ideas and so many it's all over the place yeah. 
It, you, they're saints. Yeah. <laughs> it really is true. It's true. Yeah. And you need that. You're, you know, the better half being there for that support. And it is. When you step back, like, wow, Dude, we did this crazy. together. This is yeah. wild. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And I remember, like I said, when we first started and we didn't have nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, her father, you know, he's, he's he's well off. You know what I mean? But he don't give us nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And, um, but she, she never wanted anything. She's just like, look, I'm like, look, babe, like, this is the vision I have. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to take some time. I got, you know, I'm on it. I'm going to, like, I'm going to dedicate myself. I'm going to, I remember, you know, I, I'm going to miss stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in the beginning, mm-hmm. like, missing, yeah. like mm-hmm. you know, like, my son's games, like, stuff that I, could, I can yeah. never get back. Mm-hmm. But I say, there's going to be a point where I'm not going to miss nothing, ever. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And that's where I'm at now. You right. know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's a blessing. But I wouldn't have been able to do that and get this far without her. Because mm-hmm. she held down the fort, you know what I'm saying, and allowed me to be out doing stuff like this, or you know, being at a community event, doing you know, holding different community events or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um. So, it's uh, it was just just a blessing to have her, you know, be there. Yeah. And uh, so it's amazing. And real quick, shout out to my team. Um, you know, the Lace Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We actually had a meeting last last Monday. Uh, I got a, like I said, I got a great group of individuals man mm-hmm. like yeah. super talented and it's like it's a blessing you know what i mean to have so many people yeah you know it's close to 40 people you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like it's a blessing to have so many people that think again on the same wavelength you know what i mean right. and um they work hard you know what i mean and it's it's cool to see that uh I don't even know what to say. It's just like the yeah. it's like the it's like a weird thing when you have that many people that you know they don't they don't necessarily. Like, well, a lot of the guys say to me, "Yo, do I look up to you?" Like, and it's like it's unbelievable. Like when you hear stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, real quick, like my one barber, um, Greg, uh, he came to me. This is when I first opened. He was like, "Oh, I want to cut hair." I'm like, "Shut up, dude! You ain't cut no hair." Yeah, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. didn't know how to cut hair. Yeah, and then he had took. Excuse me. He had so years, a couple years go by, and then he had created a face. He had created an Instagram page, right? So now, and he he had you know requested me as a friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, he's serious now, right? right. Yeah. So I let it go by like a few weeks, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yo, bro. I was like, yo, you want to learn how to cut hair? He's like, dude, are you serious? Like yeah, he's like, yeah, high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, hi. He's like, super high. That's my yeah. dog. So I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, look, come in. I'm gonna teach you how to cut. Hair. You can start working cut hair. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, I got my job. I'm about to put my two weeks in right now. He literally put his two weeks in that day and and left in the the next week and left. He was done. <laughs> oh, he's man. been there every single. He's been there from that day on, and I'm very proud of that guy because it just shows like if you if you really want it, yeah, mm-hmm, you got to make it happen. Yeah, and that guy now he is a crazy barber, yeah. like super talented, talented barber, and I'm very proud of him because he. There's all. There's been plenty of times people are like, oh, I want to be a barber, and don't do nothing about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But for him to leave his job, and obviously he wasn't making crazy money like that, sure, whatever. Sure. But um, to leave his job and to just get into it, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Obviously, you know what I mean. You sure. Know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just takes time, and now is he understood it? He picked it up. Like he's actually the fastest barber I've ever seen pick hair up. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like scary. Right, you know what right, I mean? Like. Right. Very talented, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but not, not. I have other guys on the same stuff, but you yeah, know, because so. you got it. But yeah, no, you do have an awesome like crew of like I, I follow each one of them on yeah. social media. 
dude, you see, like, like from years, you see progress. And That's they're, crazy. Dude, and they're all, like, nice. they're really, they're beasts. And then he has 40 people, 40 barbers and stylists that work here. So when I post something, I get 40 likes right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's and bro, bro it's, the thing is, it's, it's, uh, that's something that I wish was, you know, the, the, the industry is just so lame, dude. Like, yeah, no. There's no love. There's no, yeah. like, I'm always trying to show love to other barbers and, like I went to a, like today I went to a, I went to an event today I took one of my barber Darsh we went together and um, a friend of mine she owned a salon in New Jersey okay. and she posted up she's having a hair a men's haircutting class I'm like I don't need no hair so she's like are you sure you want to come to our class you know what I mean you know how to cut hair I was like no I want to come I want to learn you know what I yeah, mean like yeah. that's what the business is you know this, yeah, you, I love that's why I love hair because you always learn it right. and um we got the, you know we got there and then she was like dude I'm so happy that you came like like I didn't expect you to yeah. come you know what I mean right, I'm like. Right, yeah. Nah, I'm like this. I did learn a whole lot, you know, because yeah, they were doing yeah. like a lot of long hair and texture and all that stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just support, you right, know what I mean? Like, yeah. and sure, that, that love. We, it's love, you know right. what I mean? And then from that, from that, from me being there, we just made this whole class that we about to do with all these hairstylists and bringing in to this shop, you know what I mean? And showing them nice. like how to do haircuts, whatever, like men's haircuts, how we do them, right? You know, like yeah, right. Our shop do them. So it's. It, it's it, it's just sad that there's no love. There's right. no support. Right. I do different community events, mm -hmm. and you, they don't show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. They don't want to yeah. say, what's up, Twan? Like, no, nah, there's not what's up. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just corny. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. if everyone helped one, if you guys, if they understood that, they will see there would be a lot further in the business. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. feel what I'm saying? And it's, it's sad because they don't see that. You right. know what I mean? And it's, I try to help them, but... You know, it's just it's it's horrible. Yeah, I just I'm trying to change it. I'm not giving up, but it's just like yeah. You know, I was trying yeah. to put a, a I was trying literally trying to put like a barber and hairstylist prom together this for this spring. I'm like I can't even get people to come out and do a free event. Yeah, I don't get somebody to pay for the event. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, I can't even get right. them to do something for free. You know right. what I mean? So <laughs> it's just it's just it's just horrible, man. But yeah. On a, on a happier note, too, I really appreciate you guys having me, man. This is Absolutely. this is sweet, mm -hmm. man. I really appreciate this. Uh, like when you guys hit me up, and I yeah. told you it was crazy when you hit right. me up. Right. I was literally watching Dante's uh, podcast. I was yeah. not watching, but I was listening, listening to his to podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard my phone go off. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as soon as I got done listening, it was you. I'm like, right. oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's man. awesome. That was yeah, crazy, right, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That was a dope podcast that he did. Yeah, it was. It that was. was and, and we've been happy. We're trying to get you know. Um, it's kind of like what you're saying. When we first started out, um, just conversations amongst ourselves, and we, we had guests. We've had, like I said, we had like some crazy guests uh, call in through Skype and and did the whole thing. But now we're mobile and mm -hmm. we're going to the people, yeah. and now we're doing local homegrown businesses. Yeah. Yeah. How probably how we should have started, but uh, that again, that was a learning curve. We're coming oh, yeah. up on three years. Wow! And so mm -hmm. doing it. And this is the learning, and I feel like in the last six months we've grown exponentially crazy. out of no, like literally yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. That's cool. Um, you know, yeah. you know what's crazy about that, and that's, and that's something that, it's funny that you're saying that because, when I was, you know, growing, you know, when I was, you know, planning, you know, I had my own business and I was thinking about how to keep making it grow. Like you have to really capture every single person around you before you try to go anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. You know, even like with social media, like I don't care if someone follow me from New York, from California. 
Right. It's not putting the money. That's not gonna. It's not a potential person <laughs> yeah. to come into right. the shop. Like right. yeah. I have so many followers on there, but it's like it's literally people that's around here that right. they can possibly come to my business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't care about anyone else. Right. You know what I mean? But for me to keep growing, I have to make sure that I capture every single person around here, yep. and then I can keep branching out and start local. And a lot of people are just trying to go start out here, right? And then they wind up, you know, folding or whatever it may be because you're not focused on the people that's. You know your neighbors. Absolutely. You know what I mean, yep. and that's where that's where you know it comes from. I think that's yeah. where it starts. Absolutely. That's what that, that, exactly where it starts at. Yep. So, yeah, it's you know. huge. And and it's for us right now. It's been um, just a win win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you said, we're growing the relationships with uh, with local businessmen, and then not only that, the knowledge I feel like that's dropping in these last at least ten to twenty episodes sure. is heartfelt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're coming on site if we can. If they have anything physical, we try to. We're bringing them to uh, Miguel's Riverside Barbershop mm -hmm. and having them do it there because we did this whole thing out of my home office. And, wow. uh, and that's where it all started. But now you're starting to feel like the real love. Yeah. And we're getting real content. That's um, good, man. Heartfelt stuff. So thank you again for you know allowing us to come to your establishment and, and doing this interview with us. The show's dope. Yeah. Um, was there any uh any you want to plug any of your social media handles or um yeah you can follow me on on Instagram uh lace l a c e underscore d or uh my other Instagram is laced l a c e d u h s s like salons there you go gotcha. something like that something like that <laughs> just start typing it in it'll pop up you know what I mean all right cool um, my my website's yeah. about to pop off this year yeah it's uh www.laceuniversity.com bam there you go lace university yeah. and any any insight on what lace university is going to be um yeah lace university the website is going to be pretty sweet it's going to have uh the reason why people are like yo why did you pick laceuniversity.com right first of all i mean laceunisexhairsalon.com is just corny <laughs> you know what i mean right, right. it's just so like black you know what i mean yeah, yeah. laceuniversity.com it, it makes it seem it's like more like where is where is this at? You know what I mean? Like right, yeah. it makes it seem like it's something more important. Right. Um, it's gonna have like this whole college theme okay, that I'm cool. I'm going with. Yeah. Uh, I got some cool shirts and sweatshirts and all the stuff that I'm bringing out. Uh, so, and then I, I'm gonna have this blog on there where it's gonna really touch the community. Where I'm gonna do like uh, like uh, interviews. Where like say like a kid may sign with like Duke. I have like interviews and mm -hmm. I'll have like on my Instagram. Go on Instagram. Check out LaceUniversity.com. And it's going to have the full, you know, link to like yeah, the, the whole, yeah. you know, thing of, you know, whoever that kid is or something sure. or girl, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. So it's going to be a pretty cool uh, website and blog. Nice. Um, so we can expect that very soon which next couple, within the next couple of months. So Perfect. it's uh, my construction page is up, but that's that's my main things for right now. All right, perfect. All right, so there you have it, folks. Uh, we'll wrap this up with two quotes. The first one's by Theodore Roosevelt, and he states, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. And the second one is by Colin Powell, and he states, a dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. Bam, Laced. In this episode, we had special guest Antoine Lovelace, barber and owner of both Laced unisex hair salons. We cover topics that range from entrepreneurship, the barber business, the art of being a barber, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Theodore Roosevelt and Colin Powell. All right, big shout out to all the barbers out there. Don't forget, we just dropped a new Blessed Barber Tea. Go cop that at bl3ssed.com. That's blessed.com. Thank you. Awesome. 
Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>